0: Welcome to the Smith & Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. I am over today with joy, peace, and contentment because I know that there is an episode of the Smith & Rowland podcast about to take place where I will thrill myself with my own brilliance and intellect. Now, I introduce to you the man that will introduce such brilliance and intellect, Alan Smith. Wow. How do you, who are I you paying know. to <laughs> come up saying? with this stuff?
1: You got to be paying something. You're using AI. That's what it is. You're paying off AI somewhere to come up with this stuff. You see, it's so bad that I'm not even embarrassed. I mean, you no, know. huh? No, no, my mind. <laughs> hey, you should be saying, <laughs> my
0: mind. There are no end of that man's talent. The only reason you're saying that is because we talked on the phone prior to the podcast, and you're not expecting to flip the switch to go to such levels as what I go to. I'm just oh, no. trying to tell you that this is a spontaneous gift. It happens. I don't pre. I don't write transcribe these introductions out. It's what it comes off the top of my head. So just flows flows right off
1: your tongue.
0: Yes, and uh, which furthermore and is a genuine proof of my own
1: brilliance. Well, most podcasts. Podcast people like us, Jeff, they pay people to promote who they are. And <laughs> my, right. my, we my mind, we have our own <laughs> built-in yeah, right. promoter, that's and we right. don't have to pay big bucks. That's exactly because right. You do all of our promotions.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. With great humility, I might add. There's no doubt. uh, Humility is probably my number one characteristic. They called me Jeff Humble Roland. That's what I've been called many times. I've heard
1: you called the big H. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard, and everybody knows what it stands for. Well,
0: we gotta, you keep on, you know, giving well, me all this stuff, and I got to well, uh, I have to knock it out of the park. Well, uh, you know. I'm trying to save our <laughs> listeners
1: from all this. Okay, Mr. Roland. Yes. Yesterday, right. give us a little green cap yesterday. What did we talk about there yesterday?
0: <laughs> R.T. Kendall had written a that's book on right. the prophetic responsibility. He was talking about the levels of prophecy, and we went through those levels. I think he's got it wrote out as like six different levels of prophecy. Right ending with the power of the word of god so we went through those levels of prophecy and what it is the big question so far in the article was can god speak to us in this time and what are we supposed to do with it when we say thus saith the lord we better be right is what he's driving at. That's the point he's Mm -hmm. trying to make. And I agree with that. I totally agree with that. If you're going to attach God's name to something and it doesn't happen, are we using his name in vain at that point? And I would have to say that we are, you know. Now, I'll also quickly say there's been times that I have thought something was the Lord and it wasn't. And I think that's the point that he's trying to make in taking prophetic responsibility is we might need to, instead of saying, thus saith the Lord, we might need to be saying, I feel like God's saying this, you yeah, know, it yeah. might be a better, unless I have that this
1: impression say, or something. I have yeah.
0: this impression, something along those yeah. lines.
1: Well, the title of R.T.'s book that this article is representing is called Prophetic Responsibility, R.T. Kendall. And that's, I'm sure you can get it on Amazon. And then we got, we went through the six, you know, things that he pointed out here. And we got down to yesterday, the limits of prophecy. Then he gets into the protocol or guidelines of Mm -hmm. New Testament he's Mm kind of citing. Well, he actually is the same prophecy. So I'll begin this, Jeff, on this segment today of continuing on with this prophetic protocol, if you will. Mm -hmm. He calls it, this title of this section is Limits of Prophecy. There are several scriptures most relevant here. First, remember that each of us has but a measure of faith. That's a good point. Romans 12, 3 says... This means there is a limit to our faith. Only Jesus had a perfect faith because he alone had the Holy Spirit, it says without limits. That's in John 4:34. Second, for those who prophesy, it must be done in two ways. He has number 1, in proportion to their faith, which is Romans 12:6, not going beyond the anointing. Now, I think that's important. We'll pick back up on that in our discussions, but according to your faith. Mm-hmm. The next yeah. one is not going beyond the anointing. Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. second thing is according to the analogy of faith. Mm-hmm. The Greek word translated proportion is analogy is what it is. It's a Greek yeah. word, but it's basically yeah. saying that. Mm-hmm. This means comparing Scripture with Scripture, making sure you are within the bounds of sound theology. Third, remember that prophecy Prophecies will cease. He's citing here, Jeff, 1 Corinthians 13, 8 through 9, where prophecies will cease. This means there are seasons of the prophetic. The word Mm -hmm. of the Lord was rare at one time in ancient Israel in 1 Samuel 3, 1. Amos Mm -hmm. spoke of a famine of hearing the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. You know that scripture in Amos 8. This means that sometimes God chooses to say nothing. God may choose not to speak for a generation. If so, how foolish to pretend to speak for him. Mm -hmm. Rare is that prophetic person who will refuse to be drawn out to give a word when there is not clearly such a word. A common mistake of many prophetic people is that they have some form of spiritual experience and get a true word from God, but then embellish it. Now, there's, there's the truth with yep. personal exhortation or theological teachings based on their own experience to justify the spin which may or may not be from God. Fourth, mm-hmm. Paul said that we know in part and we prophesy in part. This means nobody knows everything and no prophet has unlimited knowledge. Now, I kind of read them all out there, the limits of prophecy. The first thing you talked about there, though, <laughs> Jeff, was remember that each of us has a measure of faith, and he's warning here. you got to remember there is a limit to your faith, and mm-hmm. I, I I've seen this a lot, and I think it's a very good topic. Sometimes we try to exercise actions outside of our faith.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, kind of comparable to that is we have to be careful when we look at other people in the body of Christ that is using their gifts in some way that God has manifested to guard against being envious of that person or trying to practice in order to become like that person. I think that's operating outside of the bounds of our faith. We have all been given a measure of faith and we're to minister out of that measure of faith that God gives us. Doesn't mean that we're any less significant or important in the body as somebody else. It just means that we are where God has put us. And so I do think that there are bounds to the prophetic in that sense. Not everyone operates. Alan, you know, this is not a teaching on the gifts of the spirit, but because prophecy is a gift of the spirit, I would have to say that not everybody has the same gift. And nowhere in the scriptures does it teach that we are all supposed to have the same gift. We are supposed to have the same Holy Spirit but not necessarily the same administration or function in the body. That's Uh why I have a hard time saying that someone's baptism in the Holy Ghost comes with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Not everybody speaks in tongues, and not everybody's going to prophesy. But if you look at somebody with their gift, and you say, boy, I'd like to operate like they do, it can motivate you to operate outside of the bounds of what God has created you to do and outside of the bounds of the measure of faith he's given you.
1: Well, I think it happens. You know, the Bible tells us that God gives us all a measure of faith. Uh, Faith is not something, you know, we can tell each other we need to have more faith, but technically, faith is a gift from God. That's exactly and he, right. he and then he also tells us that you need to be faithful with that measure of faith that's been given you. And would you not think our faithfulness to that measure of faith would need to be accomplished before God would perhaps give us more or a greater Absolutely. measure of faith? Absolutely. And so, Jeff, to be very honest with you, let's say in any given church service or whatever, most people, what would happen if we went into a service and say, "Now listen, ever what you got faith for"? is what we want you to operate in Mm -hmm. if you got faith for healing or if you don't if you don't it's okay it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. don't come up here and pray for the sick if you don't have the measure of faith for healing i'm just using that as an example absolutely Uh, i agree and so consequently and a lot of us do this we exhort people to operate outside of their measure of faith and that worries me jeff because what if we encouraged everybody to operate in their measure of faith not not shame them. If you right. don't have faith for something, that's not a sin. And yeah, so that's right. if faith is a gift from God, how can I talk you into having more?
0: Yeah, that's right. I, do, that's I don't
1: right. think it's a matter of having. I think it's a matter of being faithful <clears throat> with the measure God's given you. And when we're <clears throat> faithful, then it's a good chance he'll issue us more.
0: Yeah, that's right. And can I just say also, God didn't call us to understand somebody else's measure of faith. That's right. He called us to be aware of our measure of faith and I don't want to get ahead in his writing, but in the last section that we did, he talked about the relationship between prophecy and the word of God. Well, the relationship between faith and the word of God is as faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So, There is still a textual element even to our faith. I believe our faith grows miraculously as we learn the text of the word of God and get introduced more to God. I think our faith then exponentially grows for things that we before couldn't believe for. Now we can. I do believe that that occurs.
1: Amen. I would have to agree. All right. He goes on to say here the second thing for those who prophesy, it must be done in two ways in proportion to their faith. In other words, that one we discussed. And then he goes on to say, not go beyond the anointing. Now, would Mm -hmm. we say, Jeff, do you think the measure of anointing is equal unto the measure of faith that's been given to you?
0: I do think that there's correlations there. Or do
1: you think that's a, a good thought?
0: Well, I think there's correlations to the measure of anointing and the measure of faith. I believe that it's certainly relatable to one another, but I also believe this. I believe When you're talking about the anointing of the Holy Spirit on the call of someone's life, then I believe that anointing remains even when faith is in crisis. But I will quickly say that I agree with what he's saying in that the anointing on someone's life, I believe, is more relatable to the call and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in their life. Therefore, if God is manifesting his spirit in someone's life through prophecy, then there's a high level of anointing prophetically, or there may not be a high level of anointing in other areas of his life, someone who is highly gifted in mercy is going to be anointed of God when they manifest mercy, maybe more so than the guy who is anointed for prophetic in the prophetic. He may not understand this merciful person here. Mm-hmm. I've run uh-huh. into that in my own life. That's true. Sure. So our understanding of someone else's anointing is not the prerequisite for their manifestation in the Holy gotcha. Spirit.
1: he goes on to a third thing here, Jeff. He said, third, remember that prophecies will cease. And he's citing 1 Corinthians 13 there, verses 8 and 9. Uh This means there are seasons of the prophetic. The word of the Lord was rare at one time in ancient Israel. Of course, it was rare when Amos spoke of it. He said there was actually a famine of the word of God. So how do you think this comment, he says that there's times that God remains silent, what he's saying. I see this, Jeff, as a little more of a character of the Holy Ghost in the Old Testament when he was speaking to the prophets. I'm wondering if it's our experience of the Holy Spirit. Could it be somewhat different than that comparison in the New Testament when the Holy Spirit is in us now versus then when he would come upon a situation? But now with the Holy Spirit being given into our hearts as it is now, it's going to be hard to say that the Holy Spirit's kind of going to go silent on us since he's in our heart. I don't know. What do you think about that?
0: Well, I know that that text, of course, is extremely divisive, and it does have a tendency to split doctrinally some denominations. Right. Some will hold to prophecies ceased, Tongues have ceased. Supernatural knowledge has ceased upon mm. the gift of the word of God. I mean, you have discussed this before. My understanding of that text is in Corinthians 13, is that it's talking about the perfect love of God. That's what that whole first part of that chapter is about. It's the perfect love of God. Then when you get to when that which is perfect is come, that which is in part shall be done away. If you study that verse out and you put it in the context, I believe what it's saying to us is, There are seasons of time when we can actually, I believe this, when we can actually walk in the perfect love of God. And when Mm -hmm. you're walking in the perfect love of God, it is the fulfillment of prophecy Mm -hmm. and supernatural Mm -hmm. knowledge and supernatural language. It's the fulfillment of that. I'll Mm -hmm. also hasten to say that those seasons when I have walked in the perfect love of God has not lasted long due to my old flesh nature. And when it comes and to if that, you, I am in need of a prophetic word of God.
1: Yeah, and I can, you know, for biblical reasons, I can be a witness unto that time in your life. <laughs> See, I knew that you were going to do that. No, I am <laughs> trying gentlemen. to back you up now. I'm trying to back oh, you how up. how
0: sneaky that was. <laughs> is, right is, how is
1: sneaky, all, how sneaky. Is all I'm saying. I, was trying, but I don't I want you say, to look I, like a, I'm not going to leave you out there hanging, brother. I'm going to back you up. I'm not going to leave you hanging.
0: <laughs> I will say that when <laughs> I have seen the prophetic word of God flow from you the most is when I have not been fulfilling the perfect love of God in my life. I will say that. I will agree with you on that. But I do believe that that's the context of that scripture. Now, when he's saying that that means there are seasons when God doesn't, I somewhat almost can agree with him from a practical standpoint, going back to the principle of that word in, in Corinthians 13. But I can't hardly get there textually, because I don't believe that that's the implication that in New Testament Christianity, there's just times when God is silent. God is never silent as long as we have his word. He's never silent.
1: Correct. Jeff, I always interpreted that 60 or 70 percent of my interpretation of that was even referring to possibly the second coming of Christ. Right. Because when Jesus is here ruling and reigning in Jerusalem, when that which is perfect is come, you know, some of our friends of old would say that was the coming of the word of God. And, you know, you really got to. I mean, I can see what they're saying. And uh, of course, how could you say Perhaps that's not true. But also another thought is that's referring to the second coming of Christ. And so therefore.
0: And and, and those are the three main interpretive places of that scripture. The reason that I lean toward that it's the perfect love of God is because in the context of that chapter, that which is perfect is talked about and it's love. I would say that when the Lord comes back, there'll be no need for any spiritual gift for we Mm -hmm. will be changed in his likeness. Mm -hmm. However, I do believe that this season we're living in, we desperately need the word of God and God to speak. And I believe he's constantly speaking at this point. I really do.
1: Yeah, well, if he's not, we sure do need it.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right.
1: (laughs) For sure. Okay, let me go into this next one here. He goes on to say, fourth, Paul said that we know in part and we prophesy in part. Does this mean that nobody knows everything and no prophet has unlimited knowledge? There are certain principles we must follow if maintained a transparent integrity. First, we don't go beyond what is given. And what the Lord says, this is a much the same thing as do not go beyond what is written, which is in 1 Corinthians 4, 6. So too, with a prophetic word, we do not want to embellish it. So I think that's one of the main things here, Jeff, As we're closing up this podcast is a lot of times when we get a word from the Holy Spirit that we'll get a 30-second word and I give a 30-minute like we've got to interpret the word. And I think right, there yeah. that the word loses a lot of its integrity.
0: Absolutely. I do too, Alan. I believe okay. that.
1: Okay, buddy. Well, listen, we're out of time here for today. We're going to have to close it up. So, Mr. Roland, you be careful and have a good day. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Okay, sounds good.
1: Okay, buddy. Bye-bye. bye Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowland Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowlandshow.podbeam.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.